This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. For decades now, homeowners have thought that at times using extra money they have on paying down their mortgage quicker so that they can get out from under that mortgage a little bit earlier. Right, it does get you out from under the debt quicker, but it may not be the path to follow, according to our next guest. Michael Roberts is a finance professor at the Warden School and has taken a deeper dive into this area in a new paper he has just completed, looking at the advantages of using that money on your home and your mortgage or potentially using it in other investments. Michael, great to have you with us today. Thanks for your time. Dan, thanks so much for having me. Thank you. So, I mean, this obviously has been talked about quite a bit for for many decades now, but your thought in, in this paper is that at least you need to look at the idea of taking that extra money and putting it in investments instead of maybe putting it on the uh, on the mortgage's extra down payment. That that's right. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's going to come down to a little bit of your own personal risk tolerance, but if you look at the data uh, and your horizon is long enough, uh, it, it turns out that not paying down your mortgage early, investing that money in some potentially uh, riskier options, historically has done extremely well and looking forward prospectively has the potential to do well as well. So that timing element that you touched on there, I think you notice an important element to this, that if you have the time frame to really make these investments, it may pay out. That's absolutely right. Uh, you know, you have to be, we have to be a little bit careful because, you know, the, the longer you leave money in an investment, the, the riskier it gets, the more it can move around. But, uh, you know, historically, over a 30-year period, it, you know, in, in something like an S&P 500 index, there really hasn't been a 30-year period in which you've lost money. And so that, that starts to tell you something, that maybe the risk does grow with that time horizon, but perhaps it grows a little bit more slowly. So take us through some of the basics of, of what you looked at in this research in comparing going with the payment on the mortgage in comparison to, to going with the payment uh, into the investment. So, I mean, first, we, we have to recognize that there's sort of a host of considerations of pros and cons with the decision. I tried to, to, to focus on the opportunity cost dimension of the decision here, the sort of what would happen if I, if I invest in sort of a broad, diversified stock market index as opposed to paying down my mortgage. And so what I, what I did is I took the last – I basically took the last 100 years of monthly stock returns, uh, and, and I said, well, look. Let's look at every single 30-year investment outcome that's occurred over the last century. And, and if, I, if I, instead of paying down my mortgage with some extra income I have, if I put it into the stock market, what is the distribution or what are all the possible outcomes that could happen with that investment strategy? And, and it turns out that more often than not, <clears throat> at least historically, you're going to do a, an awful lot better investing that money in the market than using it to pay down a relatively low mortgage, a lower, low rate on your mortgage. Now, there's a caveat there, Dan, right? Because, uh, right, in the investment space, the past is not a predictor of the future. 
And right. we've right. been fortunate, right? We, we've been fortunate enough to live in an era where the stock market over the last hundred years has done extraordinarily well. I, I mean, an average per, an average annual return of about eleven percent. So then, what I did is I said, well, what if we're not as lucky going forward? And there's good reason to believe that, right? Interest rates are unbelievably low right now, which means we're going to need a great deal of growth, economic growth, to achieve anything even remotely close to what we've seen historically. But, so I started just lowering the average return that I might expect to see in the future. And it's interesting. Even if you cut the return in half to, say, 5.5%, from 11 to 5.5%, yeah. in, you know, say – Saving that extra money as opposed to putting it against your mortgage still does surprisingly well. Now, you are exposing yourself to risk, right, Dan? Right, right. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of volatility in the market. But on average, that risk tends to be relatively low and the gains relatively high. And that risk tolerance is kind of that's where the individual decision comes in. And again, this is, I guess, what you're saying is this is not a rock solid, you know, 100% do it every time. You really have to look at it and understand what your risk tolerance is in this. Yeah, I, I think in that sentence, Dan, you basically summed up finance, which is there's always right. risk. Right. You can't get away from it. I think that what, what, you know, look, this is something my wife and I have been grappling with for the last 20 years as homeowners ourselves. You know, what, what do we do with any extra income? And I think what was so surprising to me was that even if you take a, even if you take a relatively conservative view of how the future is going to play out, the risk of doing worse by sticking your money in the market relative to paying down your mortgage, that risk is relatively low. And, and I mean that in two, cents, in, in two senses, Dan. The probability that you do worse is low. So in the article, right. I say, you know, it's around 25%, depending upon certain parameters. But the amount of money you're going to lose out on by not paying down the mortgage early, that, too, is relatively small. And so, you know, for, for my personal risk tolerance, that was enough to guide me in one direction. Right. And I would imagine there are a lot of people out there that, you know, if they look at the potential savings that they could get over say a 20 year period uh by paying an extra couple hundred dollars a month to their mortgage they would say okay you know what that's a that's a you know a fairly safe play and and i feel more comfortable with that but then you could go to probably you know 20 other people and say well you know what i'm willing to take the gamble at this point no that's exactly right you you just have i think what what was really interesting to me was was the num was the numbers really right? I, I wanted to yeah. understand, you know, what's the probability that I'm going to lose money here, and what, you know, how much can I lose? That was what was so enlightening, and I think what is so critical to making an informed decision that that's that's as you point out, Dan, is is correct for me, but may not be correct for someone else. And I think it's an important element to discuss here as well. Right now, Michael, when you think about a lot of the dynamics that are play at play with the markets and the potential of investments uh, and for people thinking longer term about, you know, do I re- I really should look at this and, and kind of make this decision 
uh, depending on where I am in my professional career, where I am in my earning structure, where I am in my retirement savings. No, that, that that's exactly right. Because you know, even for modest size, modest size mortgages, we're talking about period, you know, time frames of thirty years here. And you, as well as anyone, know the power of compounding interest or compounding earnings. You know, yeah. small contributions can add up to really large amounts over these long time frames. Sure. Now, one of the other things you noted in there, and it's something that probably not a lot of people think about immediately. Uh, if you do go the route of the investment, you also have to factor in the potential tax as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it, uh, especially with April 15th coming up on us all. Um, you know, there's, but there's two sides to that coin here, Dan, right? So, so on the one hand, any investment earnings you're going to make are going to be taxed. And importantly, they're going to be taxed differently depending upon the nature of the earnings, right? If it's interest income, it's taxed at your income rate. If it's long-term capital gains, it's taxed at another lower rate, potentially, depending upon your income bracket, of course. And so that's one consideration. But, but the other consideration that a lot of people forget is that the interest expense on your mortgage is deductible. That provides yeah. tax shield. The, the government is yeah. subsidizing your mortgage. So, so when, you see, when you see you've got a 3% mortgage rate, the effective rate is really quite a bit less depending upon your, you know, whatever tax bracket you fall in. Yeah. And, and it's, as you said, it's very important now, and it's probably on the minds of a lot of people right now because of the fact that we're, we're around tax time. And I, I, I think it becomes, you know, an important decision that, that hopefully a lot of people will now start to think about more as we move forward. My, my I guess my thought was, uh, maybe uh, that people had not considered this option maybe as much in the past. You know, maybe, but if you think about it, Dan, right, let's say we, we just stuff our money into a, a, a stock index and we let it sit. Every month we just plow it in. Right? We're, we're yeah. not realizing any taxes except on any dividends that the, the index might pump out. So we're right. really pushing that tax penalty to way off into the future when we actually want to start liquidating or selling that stock. Right. Uh, right. So, you know, that, that, that money, that, that, that tax bill we're stuck with 30 years from now, that's a long way away. That's not worth a lot now is what I'm trying to say. Michael, it's a great work by you. Thanks very much for joining us today. All the best. Oh, thank you so much. Take care. Thanks. Michael Roberts, who's a finance professor at the Warden School. And by the way, all of what we just talked about, if you would like, you can go to the Knowledge at Wharton website. You can see some of the work that Michael has done with some of the charts and the graphs as well. Uh, if you go to knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu, either search for Michael R. Roberts or the article is titled Think Twice Before Paying Off Your Mortgage Early. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.